Hey, it's Dan here. If you want to hear this episode of the Backchat Podcast without ads and get extra content that no one else gets, head to backchatstudios.com.au where you can sign up as a patron and access all of our bloody good merch. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, back chat. Here we go. Um, a little story from my weekend. We all went out. Uh, Sam Coverley, a little bit disappointed, our graphic designer, that he didn't get an invite. But in fairness, I didn't get an invite to this no. either. We ended up together out on the weekend. Uh, and I got an Uber home at the end of that. Nothing really happened during the night. Mm-hmm. Got an Uber. Had to go past Macca's on the way home, of course, right? As you do. This is this is how I feel about Philadelphia Fishers. I ordered my usual order. Double quarter pounder, some uh. nuggets. Bit of mustard, bit of the... Uh, I love the mustard. Okay. See how that? <laughs> yeah. And I ordered a Philado fish. Oh, very good. Proud of you. <laughs> I ordered it for the reason. Not, not. It wasn't an afterthought. It, was, it wasn't like, oh, it's disgusting. I ordered the Philado fish mm-hmm. to throw out the window of the Uber as I left McDonald's. Did and you throw it out the window? Absolutely I did. And I taped it and I sent it to you. Okay, so... In full honesty, I saw you sent that video and I started watching the first few seconds and then I something came up and I didn't watch the end. So you, you threw it out. The, I never, I didn't know. I you, saw you guys, heard you guys talking about throwing something out the window. I didn't know what you're talking about. Dan saw the Philado fish and just went to water and yeah. started getting on his Uber app and ordering a Philado <laughs> yeah. fish. So I got it and I threw it onto the pavement. There'd still be, it'd be North Perth Mackers. Where is it? Tell me. <laughs> still good? Very good. Nah, uh, so I want to pick that up straight away. Yeah. So we're still dusty, even though it's about four days later. Uh, socials, you can find us, you know where to find us. Back chat double underscore follow us along there we got all sorts of things happening all our betting goes on there all, all sorts of shit happens yep. instagram the home twitter youtube tiktok you yes. can find us everywhere you can listen you can watch all thanks to our very 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 good sponsors in blue bet they look after all things betting for us they and do. Do we'll touch on it. it in a little bit quite a good bet this week yes did we win no <laughs> did it's we not go, about winning or losing do we go close to winning Sort of. Well, we absolutely did go close to winning. Uh, we thank them, Bluebet. Thank you. Whippersnapper Distillery, uh, the boys down in East Perth, making beautiful whiskey. Mm. And can yeah. I just say, yeah. usually on the table we have a bottle of whiskey, yes. right? We do not have a bottle of whiskey this time. It's their moonshine. Yes. Which, which I'm a bit scared of. Yes. I haven't opened I it I think yet. prohibition times, yes. like making stuff out of a bathtub. But apparently. But apparently this is very good. And you can put it with anything. Anything. Put it in the freezer, soda, 
tonic, whatever. We're actually moved as a podcast from. Um, oh, we we have our shelters, of course, and our yep. beautiful friends down at Shelter. Yesterday down at we had several of them. Yeah, so a bit of a daytime drinker shelter, mm-hmm. but at night time we've kind of shifted our thinking a bit. We've actually moved towards whiskey and soda. Yeah, because apparently it's meant to hydrate you as well as it does get you a little bit tipsy. Scientifically speaking, it should. Whippersnap looks after us. <laughs> Shelter, they've got a brand new brewery down in Busso. The big one near the jetty, that's their big building. That's I'm going there in two weeks. I can't wait. Are you going to do back chat? Uh, I've got to talk to you about that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, very good. And our good friends, Margaret River Roasting Co. Oh, make good hats. Strong hat. Yeah. They make good hats. Great merch. But they make good coffee. Better coffee. Mm, for great people. Yeah. Is that what the, is For what good the, people. Okay. Great coffee for good people. We're butchering it. We're so sorry. No, they look after us. We've got a coffee machine back here. It amps us up before we get to Backchat. So they are our sponsors and we thank them very much. You can find us all great things Backchat at backchatpodcast.com.au. We do thank our patrons though. Yes. Our Patreon members, our patrons, our Backchatters. They've been supporting the, the podcast. Like our, our sponsors have too, but our OG Backchatters have been getting right around us for a long time. Yep. And we have something for you. Don't you worry about that. Pa- <laughs> Our patrons, you've been looking after us. Well, we're about to look after you. So stay tuned. We've got some things coming up for you. If you haven't, if you've been under a rock, you don't know what's going on. You just got here. Mm-hmm. We do four podcasts a week right now. We do. We do a Monday review, Shelter Footy Cast. We do back chat. You're listening to it. We do a guest. Who's this week? Shawnee Mac. Shawnee Mac. Big Sean Daddy Mac. The big Shawnee Mac. <laughs> it's the only thing. The big Mac. Yeah, the big Mac. Oh my God. Put the microphone down. I'm done. <laughs> uh, we, could, we should call him the Philado Fish. Uh, actually, we could have, could have done that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we've got Sean McManus coming up on Wednesdays. So that's our guest Wednesdays. Thursdays is the review leading into the round. So we've Preview. got. Yeah, that's right. I always stuff that up. Uh, Mark Reddings. Tuesday, Wednesday. Thursday. Mark Reddings is here for it. He's good value. It's very good value. Loves his Jats crackers, that man. Yeah, very good. Uh, so you can find us uh, throughout the week on Backchat. Let's get into it. Some content for the week. As we said, right off the top, for our patrons, it's about time we gave something back. Now, we have been giving things back. We give discount codes for all of our supporters, all our sponsors. They give you discount codes over at Patreon. Yes. Now, if We you, also give them weekly content. Yep, in advance. Mm-hmm. Given pre knowledge of what's going on in the merch side of things too. Yeah, it's like it's our VIP section. If it you're is. listening along, you don't know what it is. You can sign up on backchatpodcast.com.au. Click contribute, and that's how you sign up to be a patron. It's basically your way of supporting us. You can pay five bucks a month, a coffee a month. Yeah, ten dollars if you're feeling generous. Twenty if you're a bloody legend. They're the levels of patronage. But it's about time we gave something back. Yeah. Beers with Back Chat. Been talking about it for a little while. Well, it's bloody here. Yeah. So we had a test run of beers with Back Chat a little while ago. Yes. And it was awesome. That's right. And that was our test run. Yes. This one, for the patron only event. Yes. Oh, it's good. It's 30th of June. It's yep. in the suburb of Leederville. I will announce ah, that. Wow. More clues. But that's the only thing I'm saying. Because yes. if you want the details, if you want tickets for free, you have yep. to be... A patron. It's just ticketed so we know how many people are coming. Correct. So to get to this beers with back chat, you've got to be a patron. Look, if you're not a patron and you want to come, five pay, bucks. Pay you five bucks a month. Yeah, get for the month. You can leave. Honestly. Yep. Set a reminder in your calendar. We're not handcuffing Cancel you. Cancel back chat we're, patron subscription. We're not handcuffing you to be a patron forever. No. We'd, we'd love you to be. Yeah, yeah. But you can sign up, get your ticket. That's all going to be there. You're listening right now. Get to backchatpodcast.com.au. 
forward slash contribute patron or if you're a patron get on your patron app <laughs> all the details buy your ticket we got we got whippersnapper tasting there we got spot prizes we got best dress you can meet charlie yeah that's a big one i should have started with that you can yep. meet charlie the footy's going to be on it's on a thursday night um who's playing who's bloody playing uh, I think it's a good one. I think it might be Brisbane St Kilda. It's a good no, game. I, I it's literally certainly just not. Two it's teams. certainly not Brisbane St Kilda. Charlie's going to find out right now for us. But there's a game on. We're going to be a bit of on it's Melbourne on Brisbane. Melbourne. Oh, that's right. It's a big game. I knew it was Brisbane. That's yeah. the the game of the season. We might Sorry, even be able to wrangle a special guest. I haven't actually brought that up with you, but I might just see if I've got any friends lying around that want to come along and have a bit of a chat too. Yeah. So probably, that so yeah. that's beers with back chat. And you know what you need with beers with back chat? Beers. Thank you. And lots well, of them. Well done. And. What do we have as a major partner of Backchat? Beers and lots of them. <laughs> shelter. shelter. So there'll be shelter beers. There. And it's not just like we've, we've, we scrounged around and found some shitty beers to have there. I'd say, look. Amazing beers. Can we guarantee that all beers on the night will be comped? Right this second, I, I don't want to say 100% yes, but I'm pretty certain that's what's happening. Beers are on the house. Yeah. Dan's put his car behind the bar. Then Charlie's going to have to pay for it later. Yes. Beers are on Charlie. The crew will be down there from back chat. I'm, I'm pretty excited about it. You can hear it. They're excited. Okay. So there can you Can you go. hear my gusto? So if you would like to come to that, you must be a patron. You must buy a ticket for mm-hmm. free. They're $0, so we know who's coming. Get on to backchatpodcast.com.au forward slash contribute, or if you're already a patron, you know where to go. Yes. Perfect. Jordan goey has been doing some great things this week. Yeah. I think we spoke about last week. Can't remember. I'm speaking a lot into microphones these days. But yeah. Jordan Ngoi... Thought it was a good idea to go to Bali mm. in his buy. We've all we've all bought those tickets to Bali, haven't we? Uh, everyone we is. Oh, let's just buy them. Like I mean, it's the northern northern part of Western Australia is Bali, yeah. right? Yeah. So a lot of West Australians' annual, sometimes weekly pilgrimage is to Bali. Yeah. Mate, it's cheaper to go to Bali than Margaret River. I like will, that whole thing. I will say. <laughs> everyone said it. Yes, correct. I will say, in fourteen years of playing AFL football, I've never heard a player go overseas during the season. Or yeah. almost every player goes overseas at the end of the season. Yep. But in the middle of the season, never Sometimes happened. pre-season. Yeah, correct. Little, what? You know, like a like a like you know footy team bonding. booster. Yeah, thing. okay. But but not in the middle of the season, Dan. So no. I will say off the top, Jordan Ngoi heading to Bali mid-season. Outrageous. Like genuinely outrageous. Don't, don't read anything. I'll oh, let him do what he wants to do in his personal time. I'm not going to sit here and defend Jordan Ngoi like I did in the grand final. <laughs> That's, That's pretty good. good. I like it. I I will start with he should not have gone to Bali. You, 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 no. I'm sorry, but you can do whatever you like, but you're also employed by a professional organisation that your role is to play games of football. And going to Bali does not help you do that. I'm t- what, I, what if? I would know. Yeah, I would but know. It's not going to help you. In, in, in um, no. argument to that, no. what if no. – No, hang on. Okay, sorry. What if argument to that, he went said to Collingwood, excuse me, can I please go to Bali? And they said, yep, sure. Have a good time. It's terrible, terrible management by the Collingwood so then, Football Club. Then it's on Collingwood. Jordan's done his ass. He's been given the, the green light. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right. Yep. So let's put it on Collingwood. How how do you let a player just forget about Jordan to go? I know he's had his problems in the past. I know he's a high risk player. Effectively, what are you letting a player go overseas for? It, you, you, players have every right. This is going to go into the second part. Have every right to live their lives and not to be accosted by media, not to be a, abused by fans or you yep. know, people that don't. They have those rights. But if you're employed by someone, you need to do what you're meant to do, which is win games of football. And him going to Bali does not help that. So I don't know what Collingwood's thinking, to be honest. Um, 
Yeah, and it's how many weeks until the season's over? Like, is Collingwood making yeah. finals? Maybe. No, no. Uh, I don't know if you've been watching, but they're going to make finals. They're, yeah, yeah. They're absolutely firing on all cinders, which is even more like stay in fucking Melbourne and don't go to Bali. Just so go. I don't know. Go his to season a, might be over in eleven. Go to weeks. a retreat somewhere. I don't know. Get on. Get on the metaverse. Go down and to the Mortington Peninsula, the go. hot springs down there, and boot your computer up. Jump on the metaverse. Put some VRs on. Pretend you're in a nightclub. Do whatever you like. Yeah. Just don't go to Hotel Mexicola. <laughs> you just. It just couldn't be asking it's for more trouble. It's a good place, though, isn't in it? In saying that, though, yep. He also has done nothing wrong. Oh, he absolutely not, nothing. He has wrong. done nothing illegal. Yep. There is no, there is no fine. Although we get fined all the time on this show for being stupid. Yep, that's what he is. Stupid, naive, whatever you want to call it. But that's not against the law, and you should be able to do what you want to do. So I can see both sides. I can be empathetic with him. He wants to live his life. He's come out with a statement saying that effectively athletes are being persecuted. accosted, yeah, persecuted by the media, yep. chasing him, which is all right. They're all correct what he's had to say. So. But where you do know I know that? Where do I? Fo- so yeah, yeah, I know. So my my problem, yeah. my my one problem is with is with Collingwood. That's my I got no yep. problem. Jordan's ass. He's been given the green light. Well, then that's, that's, he's done nothing wrong. I will say, if you want to be stupid, be stupid. I, I can't say like I say, don't go to Bali. Like, I wouldn't do that. But also, if he wants to do that and he wants to be a dumbass, like I'm not going to stop him. I'm not going to sit here and say as Jared uh, Whateley did this mm. morning. He shouldn't be on a list in 2023. That's disgraceful media behaviour by Jared Whateley. He has done nothing wrong. Illegal, should I say. He's hasn't acted appropriately, maybe. But to call out someone's livelihood, so this is Jordan Degoe's job, uh, and say he should not be on a list next year. And he's a very well-known media type, Jared Whateley. Yeah. What he says goes a lot of the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's ca- it carries weight. Oh, I mean, how would Jared Whateley feel like, okay, Jared Whateley, I don't like your opinion. You sound like a dickhead. Uh you should be sacked from SEN next year, and you shouldn't be pl- you shouldn't be paid a wage to do what you do. Yeah, that's effectively the same thing. Yeah. I don't like it. Is that enough? That's f- enough. Okay, good. Let's enough stay- is enough, and it's fair. Let's stay in Collingwood land, Mason Cox, baby. Mm. So we did uh, we did back chat show last week, but I do just want to touch on the Queen's birthday uh, matchup, Melbourne Collingwood. Collingwood get the juice over Melbourne. It was on while we were recording. Mason Cox should have won best on ground. Clayton Oliver did. So yeah. Mason yeah, Cox yeah, got right. votes for from two of the voters. Yep. If he had have got one vote from the third, he would have won best on ground. The third voter, who I don't know who they were, Charlie, I, that's a decent task for you. Zero votes for Mason Cox and Clayton Oliver wins the medal. It's hard it when... He was best on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. He was. He so, was electric. He so, did things that we haven't seen him do since Richmond. Yes. I've I got to and admit, he's good to watch. He is. When he's on. When he's on. When he's off... Bad to watch. I I said this literally as we we started watching the game as we just about to start recording, and he did something and it wasn't that great. And I said, "How's he still getting a game?" Yeah, I remember. And then he looked into the screen and he said, "I'll show you." <laughs> and was, then he went whack. He and was one hand picking yeah, up the one hand over his head. He was killing yeah, like, goals like on the He was tackling people. Yeah, getting the crowd up and about. <laughs> I love it. Nah, like people love to hate him, but I think people are learning to love to love him. Yeah. Very so good. it was there was three judges. Please read out the votes. Yeah, so Matthew Lloyd uh, and so Matthew Lloyd and Cameron Link both gave Mason Cox three votes. Wow. Right? Uh, Matthew Lloyd gave Clayton Oliver two and Crisp one, and then Cameron Link gave Meyer check the one. Right. Uh, and uh, Oliver two. Oliver two. So at that yep. stage, it is six to four. Yes. Yeah. You need one vote, and you're guaranteed to win. Yeah. Right. Doesn't matter if Clayton Oliver gets three, scores a level. Yep. Seven seven. Mm-hmm. Josh Gabalich. 
gives one vote to Brody Marchek, right. two votes to Nick Dacos, and three votes to Clayton Oliver. Boy, oh boy. That's one fear that – so I, being in the media, there is a chance that at some stage I'll have to vote on something. That is a big fear of mine is you try to be impartial, right, and look at the game and pick. But if you do something like that where both have given three votes to someone and you give them none. Yeah, that's well, – okay, conspiracy. No, okay, yeah, yeah, go on, give it to us. Yeah. Do they know who they're voting for? No, they do not. They're, they're all in separate – text. I'm pretty sure they'd be texting. I heard Cameron Ling commentating and he said – during the call. Oh, I've just, I've just, just sent mine in. Because yeah. did something happened with, um, was it Mason Cox? Yeah, late. Late. And yeah. he goes, I've just I've already just sent my tips. I mean, yeah. he already gave him three. So, All right. That's a absolute. Gabba. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm actually disappointed for Mason Cox. He doesn't win that. He deserved to win that. If you get yeah. best on by two voters and then zero from. Yeah. So that's two past players via journo. I will say that as well. Boy, capital. Considering uh, Dacos didn't get a look from either of the others. Don't even know who he plays for. Okay. <laughs> another big... No, I do. Uh, Melbourne. I mean, Colin. Now, another big moment, which I don't think this was given... Do you remember where you were when John Aloisi put us into the World Cup? Like, I do. Uh, I was in yes. a mate's house in yes. Geelong, Cam Russell's house, watching... Right, we were running onto the street when he put us into the World Cup. It was a big deal. Everyone I knew was watching. Was it late at night? No, it was in the morning. No, I no, really that's absolutely that's incorrect. It was at night time. It was at okay. it was at Sydney. It was at night time. Yeah, I, I, I didn't even know this game was on v Peru. This one that just gone. Yeah. So at that time, it was against uh, who did uh, Socceroos beat that game? Everyone I knew was watching it. Yes. Yeah. 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 We, we didn't even. Oh, I didn't know it was on. Did you know that it was? I uh, only woke up in the next morning and saw Tony Armstrong going. Yeah, Perko. that was good. So Peru v Australia. Australia needed to win to make it into the World Cup. It was yep. the same setup. Yeah, and then it went to a penalty shootout. Exactly, shootout. <laughs> penalty shootout. <laughs> yeah, penalty shootout. <laughs> you you yeah. see them on corners. No, no, it's, it's penalty instances. shootout. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, Australia win. Yeah, Australia bloody win. Andrew Redmayne. Dramatic scenes. Yeah, Andrew Redmayne. Who, did we expect anything less from a man, a bald man with a giant red beard? Yep. I, I don't know if we could have expected anything less than what he did. He gets subbed on in the 119th minute. Hadn't faced a minute for Australia leading up to that. They brought him on for the penalty shootout. If you don't know what happened, I don't know where you've been living, but we win, right? Yep. I read this on Twitter. It's a breakdown of some of the things that he did to effectively um, win this yeah. penalty shootout. Because when you think about it, five shots each, it's the goalie v the kicker. How much could there be in it from a mentality side of things, a statistical side of things? How much could actually go into it? Well, a lot. I'm apparently. about to tell you <laughs> a hell of a lot. And I found it really interesting. So Very I, interesting. I thought I'd, I'd share with the backjack community. Mm. You okay if I handle this? So Andrew Redmayne, right? Gave an absolute masterclass as Australia beat Peru on penalties to qualify for the 2022 World Cup, which starts in like 90 days. We play France. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Know where that is? All right. What did he do to make it work and how did he do it? Okay. All right. So the most obvious, his dance moves. So he's carrying on. They've called him the grey wiggle. Yes. Right. So he was dressed in grey. He, <laughs> there's been some memes floating around TikTok uh, of him superimposed with Jeff he yeah, wiggle. Bouncing around. It's quite good. So he dances at the top. So his dance moves were elaborate, spectacular, and seeming effective. Research shows goalkeeper distraction behaviours are linked to 10% less goals for the penalty taker. 
I'll take that. The key is to be erratic and unpredictable. So you can't just do a little jive or yeah. that know, move where you put your hands on your knees and you swap. swap yeah, your, yeah, yeah, you, you don't want to be. You need to just be doing random shit. Yeah, sure. So he's he's dropped it by ten percent already. A bit like Charlie on the dance floor. This was not Redmayne's first dance. He used the same technique when saving two kicks in the shootout that gave his Sydney FC the A-League title against Perth. Yeah. So if you're Western Australian, you do remember the Perth glory going down in a penalty shootout at Optus Stadium. Well, that was the man who saved them. But other than that, his shootout experience is limited and his regular penalty saving percentage is poor, 13% only. So three out of nine he's saved. Right. Yeah. I wonder what the, sound like the percentage 13%. would be, though. It's always advantage the kicker. The third tweet in the Thank nine. Thank you. It's yeah. 13%. What's that? Sorry, what did you say? Thank you, Dad. Yeah, what did you say? I, I, you don't remember what you said? No, I was saying the general like yeah. goalkeeper yeah. saving rate. Like, yeah. is, if 13% is poor, like, is is 20 good? I don't know. I feel like it would be a hard thing to do. Save a, it's, they're standing, like, five metres in front, kicking as hard as they can. Like, you know, yeah. and it's a, goals are big. At, yeah, yep, yeah. Against Peru, Redmayne was substituted in the 120th minute, clearly for the shootout, although not always a success. Uh, this type of substitution is a power play that makes any opponent a bit wary about mm, the goalkeeper coming on. Bring so him on for a reason. Bit, bit, of, big, bit, bit, of, bit big, of chess. Bit of big dick energy by yep. the Aussies. Mm. Um, Graham Arnold, who was under pressure coming into this game, thought, you know what, I'm putting the big bearded ball bloke in the middle of the goals, like cop this. Yep. Number five, after each shot, Redmayne handed the ball off to his own team's penalty taker to give him a friendly and familiar start to his pre-shot routine. Love it. So this technique was pioneered by England in the 2018 World Cup and since used with success by Liverpool this season in the EPL, amongst others. Yep. So he would get it, walk it back to his penalty taker because, of course, they swap every time. That's right. Go, here you go, mate. It's okay. Like, yep. big stage. You'll be fine. Yep. I like no. it. Yeah, I love that. Because no, usually they, they, whatever, they just walk off. And you wouldn't, you would never pick this stuff up either. That's no. why I found this so interesting. Mm. All right, number six. After the ball handoff, Redmayne acted as a penalty taker bodyguard by protecting his penalty takers from the Peru goalkeeper's mind game. So Redmayne was doing the dancing, right? Had no one to stop him. Well, he would stand in front of his penalty taker and effectively just, yeah, like bulldozing back it. to his, yeah, block, block the eye contact. Yep. I've, I've watched them all. He did it every time. Like, outstanding. Love it. So it makes it easier for the penalty taker to focus on their own shot. Um, this is the first time the guy who wrote this, first time I've seen a goalkeeper take this role in a shootout. Never seen it before. Wow. Yeah, ever. I like it. Yep. Redmayne also engaged in more. This is number seven. Redmayne also engaged in more confrontational mind games. Against uh, Alexander Callens, Redmayne first jovially offers to hand over the ball then swiftly slips it away and throws it away from him instead. So he does the old, here you go, mate, and then throws it over there. I tell you what, though, if that was the opposition goalkeeper doing it to Australia, I would have been filthy with that, but I love it because it works for us. And for the final shot, Redmayne takes forever to get to the goal line. Like, he's... He's sitting in the first row of the stands. <laughs> He's Because, like, they're not going to take the penalty with no goalkeeper in, right? No. Like, they're always going to let him get back. Because yep. it's not on a timer or anything. Yeah. So, um, forcing the ref to delay his whistle, the penalty take it away, wait an extra 28 seconds after having placed the ball and walked back. So, we put it down, and Redmayne was nowhere to be seen. They would have had the routine, you know, steps, breathe. Yeah. Our research shows 20% less goals after such long waits. Wow. So he's knocked off 30% just by doing things before the goal, right? Huge. Um, a penalty shootout's never decided by only one player or one type of action. There are small margins, many factors, and coincidence always plays a role. With that said, Redmayne deliberately seized control over this shootout, which most likely tipped the odds in his favour. 
the last one I wanted to add was it's been quite publicly shown. He's walking over for the first penalty shot. The goalkeepers keep their drink bottles on the side of the goals. Yes. The Peru goalkeeper had his drink bottle down there with notes on the opposition players' penalty takers. Like a little cheat card. You know, Mark Viduka kicks it top right. Yes. Harry Kuehl kicks it top left. Do I know much Kennedy. about Australian Kennedy soccer right now? straight down the middle. Absolutely not. Yep. I don't know their names, but I bloody love this. Yep. Andrew Redmayne walks up, grabs the Peru's goalkeeper notes and threw it into the crowd. <laughs> he got it, walked 10 steps and threw it as hard as he possibly could and it was never seen again. So the opposition goalkeeper didn't have the notes. He's absolutely clocked the penalty and yeah. he's put Australia into the World Cup. And I don't think it's been given the appropriate amount of love. And I bloody love it. He's, I mean, he's got a fair amount of love. But always need more. Not from here at Back Chat, but we have now. Yeah, especially a defender. While we're on soccer, just quietly, met Sam Kerr on the weekend. Wow. Big moment. Yeah. I played with her brother, Yep, Daniel Kerr. Did a podcast with him, Coast yep. to Coast. Coast to Coast was oh. Daniel Kerr and Will Schofield before it was whatever it is now. Yeah. And so I met her and I felt like I knew her, but I'd never met her. One, um, she's tiny. I will say that. She's, yep. But two, I was proper fanboy. Like starstruck. Nervous. Didn't know what to say. Yep. Couldn't spit out, hey, I want to talk to you on back chat. Didn't get that out. Yeah, that's okay. But I would like to interview on here. Sure. But Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Do you think you would have is there is there anyone more famous in Australia that you could meet? I think she's the most famous Australian athlete I've ever met. Person to person. Maybe like if I met Thorpey. I'm trying to think of like Australian athletes that, that I'd take Sam Kerr over Thorpey. Like yeah, great. Yeah, Thorpey's yeah, done yeah. some great things. But like Sam Kerr's well, she may be the leading female athlete in the world. She's certainly the I know, Ash Barty right up there in Australian yep, terms. Yep. I'd still take Sam Kerr, to be honest. Yeah, she's a legend. Anyway, I just thought I'd share that with okay. anybody. No, that's good. Uh, I'll be chasing her for back chat okay. too. Good. All right, back chat bets. Thank you to Bluebet. This is powered by Bluebet. Um, they've been doing great things around. They sponsor a couple of stadiums, but they sponsor back chat. Yeah. We build a multi a week. We do. We built one three weeks ago that paid $2. Yes. Which one? Yeah, Charlie, Charlie put $1. Charlie put $1 on it and won $2. Have you spent that money yet, Charlie? <laughs> yeah, I got a frozen Coke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, boy. 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 So we got a bit of feedback. We, we need to take more risks. Okay, okay, fair enough. We so, don't like it when you just double our money. So yeah, sorry we won you all that money. <laughs> sorry, Charlie. Sorry, mate. $6 multi last week. Didn't go too well, got to yep. be honest. So I came into this week thinking we're going $2 going again. big. No, we're going $2 oh, again. We're going $2. Oh, one wine at the back. Yep. And then I think, nah. We're going it's not what we're about. We're, yeah, we need to we need to make some money for our people. Even though we are suggesting maybe a five dollar bet, maybe the maximum amount of bet you should be putting on here. Yeah, but yeah. thanks to Blue Bet, we built a multi. We took the five underdogs. Yeah, right. We didn't take Thursday night. We missed that. Yeah, just Friday, Saturday, Sunday. The five underdogs, and I tell you what, with with the at the line. That's right. We didn't ask. We didn't think that all win because I picked West Coast last week to win. Mm. Right, but I thought I'll just. Give us some head starts. So we gave the underdogs a head start in each game. Essendon, they didn't, bloody covered didn't that. Didn't even need it. <laughs> Not only they cover, they win. Yep. Tick. Yep. Port Adelaide against Sydney. Here we go. They don't need it either. They don't win. Yep. West Coast. You were nervous about this. You were a fan. Charlie was hoping West Coast lose by 1,000. <laughs> yeah, you were. I know you were. West Coast. Almost win the game. Hit the lead. Did they hit the lead in the third quarter? We had a 49-point head start for West Coast, so see you later. That was easy. Yep. 
And I'm thinking, here we go. We've done it. Yeah, Western Bulldogs going away. To Blue, Blue Bet are starting to sell possessions because they're going to have to try and fund this. Correct. So I think I'm tuning into the GWS Western Bulldogs game, and I think Western Bulldogs travelling from Melbourne up to Giants Stadium. Giants flying at the moment, yeah. by the way. Can't wait to give Western Bulldogs a head start. Blue Bet have underdogged GWS. Mm-hmm. Haven't they? They have. And then GWS have stunk it up against stunk the Bulldogs. So we should have had the Bulldogs. We should have won that leg as well. Yeah, we're, okay. So we're let's blame, say we're four from four. We're blaming Bluebet? Four from four. We go into the last game of the weekend. Yep. Adelaide v Gold Coast. Adelaide, big underdogs. Yes. They get a 30-point head start. Ten minutes in the last quarter, Adelaide down by about 15 points. We're on. This is paying 25 to one, this, by the way. Yep. Don't, don't shove your $2 up your ass, Charlie. <laughs> 25 to 1. I at- started looking at Harvard and stuff for my kids. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Not on boy. the website. Anyway, like, no shock and all. Adelaide just stink it up for the last yeah. quarter. Gold Coast kicked the last six goals of the game to win by 50 points, blow our multi out of the water, and Bluebet wins again. Yeah. And you know what I've got to say, Bluebet? Go yeah, fuck yourself, boys. <laughs> we'll come for you. We're yeah, coming Jeff. for you. All yeah. right. Sign up to Bluebet if you do want to get involved. It's a bit of fun, as you can hear. I think we're going to go big again, though. Go big, go home. Yeah, we're going 25. We're getting yeah. a 25 to 1 again, and we'll right. make some money. Okay. Can you put a $5 bet on $25? You can win 100 bucks. Yeah. More. More? Do you say, do you say 25? Yeah, Thanks, Charlie. Yeah. Thanks, Charlie. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Blue Bat. We appreciate your support. Sometimes when you do, because your maths is bad. Yeah, and sometimes when it you didn't, do. It the, didn't always used to be bad. And you, and you asked me to clarify, I'm just so shocked by your first guess your that it rattles me. That's, that's what it is. <laughs> Fantasy. Uh, it's been a rough week in fantasy. We're still offering two grand final tickets for the winner of the backchat competition. Nathan and his primetime ball is still on top. He's coming back, though. Coming back to the pack, 54th in the nation. I think he was second at one stage. Yeah. Nathan's coming back. Someone's, I'm telling you, Nathan, you've been leading for 10 weeks. You're not winning backchat. I, I almost guarantee it. Okay. If Bluebet offered a market on the backchat <laughs> fantasy league, I'd be putting money on everyone else other than Nathan. All right. I mean, that's probably wouldn't get great. Could odds. we get those odds put together? Alex's hot guys team really struggling with <laughs> Bailey Smith out of the team. He's he's completely butchered from pillar to post. Billy Bailey Billy Smith Bailey Smith <laughs> two two weeks with a um with a headbutt. He's got two weeks for doing rack. He we don't see him again, and he's absolutely butchered Alex's team. She slid back to sixteenth in back chat Ugh. outside the top thousand. Ugh. We need to get some more hot guys in, Alex. Okay, okay. finds time. Got an announcement. About this one. Oh, okay. Charity announcement. Ah, oh, yes. You know how we said uh, we'd put some money to side, all these fines. Charlie's furiously scribbling away for his pencil and his eraser over there. Yep. Uh, we're going to donate the actual fines mm-hmm. to charities. Love so we're going to put our money in, Backchat's money in, and we're going to donate to three tar- charities. So we asked you to send them in, and these are our three charities. Men's Talk. I will say selfishly, I am an ambassador for Men's Talk, but they do great things. Uh, they, they try to act you as You would a, know. They, they try to act as a precursor uh, in, in helping uh, men's health issues, men's ma- mental health. They, they, they try to put in measures that stop, you know, don't, it's not about when it comes to, a, you know, people are in a psych ward or people are in, you know, on heavy medication. They try to put in um, different things around the community that, that helps men get to a better state before it gets really bad. Yep. Right, because um, men's suicide rates in this country are far too high. And they try to put things in place to stop that from happening. Prevention. So Men's Talk is number one charity. Cool. Number two, Sabre. This is a dog uh, charity. Right. Um, 
They do some great things with uh, Staffy and Bully Breeds. Staffy and Bully, Bully Breed, Breed Rescue. Sabre. Yeah. S-A-B-B-R. So we're going to donate a third of the fines to them. Mm-hmm. Um, they handle just those breeds. They're not supported by anybody. They don't get any government funding. They got, We've done a few things uh, at Alex's Pilates studio with them, and they're really good people. They're I've just, met them as well one yeah, time. They do, they, do, they do it all off the back of their... Yeah, themselves. Hard work. When 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 puppies come in, or when injured dogs come in, or when abused dog comes in, and they don't have where to put them, some of the girls there have got ten dogs living with them because yep. they don't have where to put them. Yeah. So I think they're well in need, and I think we can do some good things there. Sounds good. And the third one, socket to sarcoma. Sarcoma, incredibly rare cancer. Uh, I'm closely connected with um, uh, someone whose whose daughter is suffering from that disease. Doesn't get a lot of government funding. Again, it doesn't have uh, a cure. Uh, is lacking in funding. So I think those three right there, something we can do for the, good for the community. We're going to pull our fines money together and we're going to distribute over there equally. Happy with that? Very happy. Sounds okay. great. So if you do have a fine, if you don't know what I'm talking about, what's all these charities, where's all this money coming from? If you've got a fine to send in, it is going to charities uh, around Perth, local charities, you can send them in to us. Hello at backchatpodcast.com.au or... Go to our website, backchatpodcast.com.au. There's a fines form there, right? You're getting a fine right now because your phone's buzzing on the table. I'll draw a fine. Will Schofield, um, this will be Amazon. Should I answer it? (laughs) Hello, we are from Amazon and we have your account and you need to contact the tax office to give us all your details to fix your account with Amazon. Shut up, Amazon. But if you would like some extra money, there is a prince that you... (laughs) Backchatpodcast.com.au. There's a fines form there. Send them in. It's been very popular and we're going to get into it right now. Geordie Jones sends this fines in. He used to play for West Coast. I don't know if this is seemingly an actual person. Geordie Jones used to play for West Coast from Geelong. Fine for Mark Seeby. Mark Seeby. $2 fine. Smoking darts at halftime of a waffle game. <laughs> so, as fines master, Mark Seeby is one of the nicest clean-cut blokes you'll ever meet right. in your life. As fines master, you used to get fines in of things that were made up. Right. And you had to decide whether to read them or to give them full mail. You're the judge and jury. Yep. So, Seebs, get off the darts, mate. <laughs> Jason D, whoever decided Beers with Backchat is on 30th of June, $5, because Beers with Backchat is on the last day of the financial year and anyone who has to attend an EOFI work event, i.e. me, can't attend and collect a signed poster of Dan. Of course, there's going to be signed posters of mm. Dan at this event. Don't care about getting Will's signature. Yep. Okay, we like that. $5 fine. Understand, Jason. I will say, uh, businesses don't always celebrate on the thirtieth of June. So yeah. I'm gonna say unlucky, Jason. Yeah, unlucky. But we'll take the five dollar hey, fine. Go get a different job. <laughs> no one's forcing you to stay there. <laughs> there you go. Back chat solution. Go get another job. <laughs> Connor, Connor McCaffrey, not Connor. Connor who? McGregor. Thank you. Right. Um, Dan's parents get the fine. Oh, they're lovely people. Dino. And Diane. And Diane, $2. $2 each for not calling their son Darren and causing Andrew Embley to undoubtedly <laughs> be embarrassed. <laughs> Cop it. Yeah, all right. Let's Chuck it in. I love it. Put it in that there, That might be Diane. my favourite fine. I know Diane will be listening. Uh, who gets the fine? Brad Shepard, $25. 
for it's a stiff fine, but he might be able to afford it. In 2019, after the game, before the bye for the Eagles, Shep obviously played a fantastic game, so naturally he was approached by one of the boundary commentators to do an interview post-game. The usual the usual stuff was said, full credit to the boys, etc. absolutely. Um, you know, just looking at next week, that sort of stuff. As it was the bye, uh, bye week next week, the Channel 7 commentator asked, what are you up to with your long break? Are you heading down south? Shep, without missing a beat, said... Never heard this story. Yeah, going to head down south and catch a few waves. That was met with, nice, you're a keen surfer, are you? Shep paused for a moment before replying, nah, I just <laughs> thought that would sound cool. <laughs> $25 to Shep for making a fool of himself on TV. Uh, you should try to dig the footage up. It's hilarious. Can we find that, yeah, please, okay. Charlie? I've, I've spent a little while trying to find it already. I'm having no luck. That would be, but I'm that would be What do you do with Brad Shepard surfing? Yeah. I will say he is, one, he is found- not a surfer. I found the actual game, the the whole footage of that game, but it ends on the final sirens. Maybe so we should hit up Thumper. Okay, Thumper. Yeah. If it's seven, we might have a contact there too. Yep. All right, I'll do some digging. We'll do some that, digging. That sounds... That That is the sort of fine I want. That's high end, Ben yeah. Phillips. Very good. <laughs> that sounds very good. I was, no, I was going to say, it <laughs> just like... Shep, yeah. yeah, sounds Shep. Yeah. Teddy O sends in a fine for me. $2.50. Thanks for the 50 cents there, Teddy. Uh, for one cent every... $1 more, four times premiership runner-up, Bill Brownless's jersey sold for more than our own local grand final hero. So I did an event with Bill Brownless. Really? The, uh, yeah, on Friday. We might interview him when we go head to Melbourne. Okay. Uh, we, we sold our jumpers at the end for a bit of a mm. – uh, for, for totally tax-appropriate reasons. I didn't say a dollar of it. Yeah, yeah. But just say we did. Probably helping someone out there. Yeah, absolutely. Our charities will get involved. Now, Bill Brownless has sold for – Fair bit more than mine. And right. I believe this from Teddy was in the crowd, told me that he'd be sending in a fine. Because, like, I mean, he played 30 years ago, Bill Brownless. <laughs> like, and I'm a 2018 Premiership player in my own state. And Billy Brownless is outselling me by quite a lot. I will say, Billy Brownless put his on and was walking around with it with his beer gut hanging out of it. <laughs> so, That's okay. Good. Well, fair enough, though. Joseph sends in, I believe this is to be fine with it. Having a whiteboard at the footy is not a great look. If I'm completely honest, not sure how he got it through the gates of security. $2 fine. Have you seen this? Yes. He had the, the team lineup with the magnets. Like, on, sitting on the in the crowd, f- it was like a little league magnet. Yep. What, what would he have been putting in? What would he have been sliding the magnets Just throwing around? Just throwing lineups around. Do you have a, do you have a direct... Line of conversation with Brett Ratton. To be fair, the Bombers did win. It probably helped. <laughs> yeah. Was he a Bombers fan? I think I saw Bombers magnets on there. Okay. Oh, I think he had both. But he's, yeah. just, he's just a... Maybe he was they Bombers were playing Jolly, yeah, so he could have were. had both. Imagine <laughs> the things that he does at home, if that's what he's doing at the game. I love it, the to setup. be honest. Yeah, it's but, amazing. I don't know how he got it through security either. Like, what's that? Oh, I'm coaching today. It's a whiteboard. What's what's illegal about a whiteboard? Mate, you can't take an umbrella in there. You, can, you, you, can't, take an, you can't take a whiteboard in there. It could be used as a weapon. <laughs> Joey Italiano sends in a fine for Charlie. Yeah, we bloody love them. A dollar for you, Charlie. Chuck it in the tin, mate. Historical fine. Charlie skipped over the Gold Coast Suns in the alphabetical why your team can't win the, can win the flag. Now seven and six and making a finals push without Ben King and Lockie Weller and now Will Powell. How do you feel about that, Charlie? One dollar. That's yeah. fair cop. Yeah, I should know my <laughs> alphabet. <laughs> right, so now we're starting to get it. There's no challenging. I appreciate the attitude there. Joey Italiano doubles up with me. Okay. And he's doubled the fucking fine up as well. Just don't don't think that because I've played 14 years as an AFL player that I'm sitting more well off than Charlie. Just remember Charlie went to Scotch College. Everybody. Yeah, true. Hey? Yep. Hey, beers with Backchat will be on Charlie yep. on the 30th of June. If you want to come, 
Sign up to Patreon. Uh, sorry for the delay on this one. Okay, it sounds like Joey's kept playing catch-up here. A couple weeks back on the round preview with Skate on the Shelter Footycast, when referencing social social media in conversation, you snuck in the CH and had to correct yourself. Save that for referencing everybody's favourite segment, please. Out of curiosity, have you found yourself doing this more day-to-day often? I almost said it then. It says social. And I go to say social. Wow. $2 fine. That finishes off. It says a lot about yourself. It does, uh, but that's been fun. Um, there you go. Fines. Money in the tin. Going to charities. Three of them. Sabre. Men's talk. Suck it to, suck it to sarcoma. Love it. You know what it's time for. It's time for this. You said that. We read it. Okay. Uh, we're going <laughs> to get moving here, but uh, this is some of the best work. That is by... Troy. Troy, who does what? Plays guitar at the top of Optus Stadium Frio games. And he told me that, I think he said there's 16 voices in that. In what? In that stingy, mate. He had a choir put it together, did he? <laughs> well, probably it. looped it, but uh, dubbed it, yeah. You send it, we read it. You send it me in hello at backchatpodcast.com.au and we have to read it. Mm-hmm. We've never not read one, except, except one. <laughs> Which we'll is coming, by the yeah. way. <laughs> Mark Fay, hello, lads. Oh, very good. He- well, hello, young <laughs> Gentlemen, I love that. Great podcast. You're doing well thus far. Keep up the good work, especially you, Dan. Don't fuck it up. Okay. I must say, the two of you are very soothing on the ears. Will, you have a slight feminine glow to your voice, which always makes listening easier. Very nice. Bit of a random one for you, but I read a recent interview with ex-Balinese inmate Chappelle Corby. When when asked if she follows the AFL, she couldn't even name a team apart from the Brisbane Lions. Uh, She has been in jail for like 20 years. Okay. Uh, Do you think we should just give up on trying to promote the AFL outside of WASA, Victoria, Northern Territory and Tasmania? A hundred years have passed and there has been a little movement of interest in other states. Um, That rugby heartland can't be touched. Also, international markets, why bother? Often it's met with laughter and confusion when people watch our game from overseas. Do you have any other ideas how we could better promote the greatest game rather than it uh, seem to be a game where 44 players run around in short shorts chasing a weird-shaped <laughs> ball trying to score through two big posts? Well, it's always been that sort of game. and It has always been short shorts, two, one ball, two posts each end. I actually think that we do need to keep expanding the game. Um, the, the argument would be, okay, so you use the women's competition. Well, you've just expanded the market by 50%. Like, Men and women, right? Yes. And fifty percent is not the right. Yeah, yeah, amount, I get what you mean. But yeah. like, you've doubled your audience, and so you got to think with these these markets that you know haven't been working. Gold Coast, GWS. Yes, it's always going to be a rugby town, but you're also eating into that. There is an audience. Don't know yes. what it is. Is the cost worth it? Maybe not. Maybe it's not. But like Tasmania, for instance, it's a footy town. Like you will have the entire state of Tasmania doing that. We do Hell have, yeah. and in terms of international markets, we we're going to speak with Sean McManus after this. <laughs> he played in that London game. Yes, and I believe it was quite a success. So yeah. maybe we should be pushing it more to London rather than America or Canada or you know some of these other you know uh, cities and uh, and countries around. Yeah, I think we do need to keep expanding the game, but. I will say putting a 19th team, the more I think about it, I don't think that will work in the short term. Eddie either. sold you on the, I think he the, has. the 18th well, Where are you going to find Melbourne? 50 players from, honestly? Like some of the yep. games you see now, like if you take 50 more players out of that and those shit teams don't get to regenerate tr- through the draft, yeah. you're going to have some really bad teams. Fremantle copped a bit of that. And you can't build a state side like you did with West Coast. at Like Tassie. They, they, can't, they don't have enough players to build. Yep. Uh, only Tasmanian team. You can't bring Richo back... 
back into the boot. <laughs> okay, give um, me this al- last al- bit. Also, fun fact for you. In 2007, when I went to Bali on holiday with mates, I visited the prison and met Chappelle Corby. No way. Why? Um, it wasn't my intention to go inside, but my Balinese taxi driver told me I could visit the inmates if I wanted. I chatted to Chappelle for two hours and bought a calendar of her. <laughs> That was her job whilst in jail, selling Catholic calendars. I still have it sitting on my wall, my claim to fame. Love your work, Dan and Will. Fazy, a.k.a. Dr. Handsome. Dr. Handsome. I love that. That's a very good email. Yep. And so we met Chappelle Corby and bought a calendar off her. Can you send it? Dr. Handsome, your status will go to two, true legend status if we can hang that calendar on the wall yeah. here at Backchat. Okay. Get in touch with us. We'd love to see you. Jackson okay. King, Uber ratings. Hey, Backchat crew. Last week's Dan's challenge reminded me of a funny story about Uber ratings. So the other day I got in an Uber about 6 p.m. and we're just sitting in an awkward silence when the Uber driver guy goes, hey, mate, <laughs> followed by like, like, no offense, but your Uber rating fucking sucks. Hey. <laughs> and in shock trying to hold in my laughter, I asked the rating. I am currently a 4.42 star rating. He told me that Ubers will never pick me up in the middle of the night because they'll think I'm aggressive. However, I'm just fucking annoying. <laughs> me and my friends are very good at screaming ABBA in the Uber and it has led to our downfall. Also, bonus story, but once the Uber let us put everything we stole from the clubs into the boot of his car and it was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> this is the sort of shenanigans you get up to when you get an Uber. Jackson King, that is very good. 4.42. I wonder, surely it can't be ABBA. Like, give me, give me. Cubby, cubby. I mean, Abba's incredibly annoying, so I wouldn't put it past him. Of course you don't like Abba. Gazza Gazman, last one, podcast question. Hi, boys. Loving the content and still not come around to the Philadelphia fish. You'll get there. That's okay. Question yeah. for- Every- near the North Perth. No. <laughs> uh, question for everyone is talking about culture, building culture, et cetera, et cetera, within footy teams. The good teams of the past 10 plus years have had great culture. Uh, Scoey, if you could- uh, design your team's perfect culture what would it look like to us common folk outside of a footy team um, obviously it doesn't happen overnight but what would you rank as your top three or five things that uh, could be what you want alright let's go with top be three things yep. um, you've got to have competitors like if, if I'm building players you've got to have guys that love to compete yep. Not, I'm not picking the best skilled side I'm just not battlers either just like guys that don't like losing That yeah. in my in my time Guys that don't like losing are the most successful. Like, you know, Matt Prudis is like that. Josh Kennedy is like that. Uh, you know, these these guys, superstars, hate losing. So that's my number one player thing. Uh, number two, look, beers with back chat's a great example. But I think you've got to promote getting out and being social with your teammates yep. because it builds not only uh, connection off the field, but on the field it actually matters. It actually means something between guys. It actually means something if you've had a few beers and have a few laughs. And we speak about it a bit here on Backchat. It's no different for a footy team. It's how you build connections. So it's creeping into the game a bit. You know, can't go out, can't go to hippie club, can't do this, don't go to Bali. Probably don't go to Bali. <laughs> but that's another thing I promote is as much as you can, get out and be amongst people and build connection. Yep. Number three, and these are all off the top of my head. I think I'm doing yep. pretty bloody well. Right probably going to do something around coaches. I think really positive coaches, not a missing from the game, but it, the best I've had, again, thinking out loud here, I like guys that ride you really hard and, and push you to be the best and pull you up when you fuck up. Mm. But it can always come back in a really positive manner. And so from a coaching perspective, that's what I'd, I'd put in there. Good. You like all that? Yeah, love it. Well, there you go. That's it. Done and dusted for another week. Back chat. All done. You can find us at backchatpodcast.com.au. You can listen to us anywhere you listen to your podcast. If you're watching on YouTube and you want to listen, you can listen. If you're listening, 
get onto YouTube and watch this because Dan's wearing another beautiful piece, nice peach, peach coloured, you know, I don't know. This is a Dan Ricardo number. Is it really? Hmm. Shout out to Dan Ricardo. You can find us on YouTube, search for Backchat. You can find us on social media, Backchat double underscore. Um, send us an email, hello at backchatpodcast.com.au. Thank you to our major supporters in Blue Bet, Margaret River Roasting Co. Love the hat, love the coffee more, Whippersnapper Distillery, and of course, our beer provider, Shelter. My man. That's it, done and dusted. Bye bye. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.